it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. And Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Welcome back to Information Operation. We have an extremely interesting guest today and somebody I know you're going to enjoy listening to. We're here at, at CD Media. We're, we're very focused on America first and self-reliance. And a big part of that is, is buying American-made products. And food is highly important uh, for your health and for the security of the country. So Glade Miller-Smith has joined us today from Family Farm Beef Box. Welcome to the show, sir. Hello, hello, sir. Uh, it's a pleasure to be on here today. It's a pleasure to visit with you. And uh, it's been a pleasure to be sending you some of our Nebraska beef here over the last few months. Uh, if I may introduce myself, if, if you've never watched Gladiator, then you need to watch that again and learn that um, every man needs an introduction. So, <laughs> Blade Miller Smith, I'm a God fearing husband to one wife, father to six, six children in this world and three in the next. I'm a multi generational cattle producer, livestock marketing specialist with Right Livestock, and creator of Family Farm Beef Box. Uh, I, uh, I love a good joke, and I'm slowly, <laughs> I'm slowly learning to eat fruits and vegetables. That's 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 my introduction. That's Glade Miller Smith, and and a little bit about what we do. Um, you know, a number of years ago, we've I guess I should say many many years ago, my, my family, my grandfather, uh, you know, he was he actually moved to my area in, in a wagon pulled by mules, if if we can think back that far. But he'd been providing uh, beef for a for the community for for many many years, um, and so that was a tradition that was passed on. Uh, in the last, you know, decade or two, I, I would uh, I would provide beef for our local area, and and I got to experience some of the knocking on doors. Would you like to buy some beef? Scenario. Yep. And it doesn't take very long to realize that you have to knock on a lot of doors to ask if you can provide a service, especially in an area where cattle outnumber people thirty to one. But everybody, so, any salesman's got to learn to knock on doors, though. So oh, good experience, it, it, right? <laughs> Great opportunity and a learning experience in that phase sure. of life. Um, I, I, I've since uh, just only increased and continued that passion to provide food for people. And so part of our message is, you know, as Family Farm Beef Bucks, sure, we provide beef. But we also, you know, encourage um, and advocate for families in general. Mm -hmm. And we think that as as our country has progressed in, in legitimately so many wonderful ways. I mean, I'm not sitting here going to tell you that I'm a fan of everything that's going on in politics and this, that, and the other, but we have a tremendous amount of opportunity uh, to do things, to do good things. But within those things, life has become very, very busy. And so the idea of sitting down together as a family to share a meal uh, has kind of gone by the wayside. The number of times a, a typical family that sits down together and shares a meal has has continued to dwindle over the years. So we'd like to think by by offering this uh, bulk food purchase, 
you know, typically, you know, our, our subscription customers try to plan out one to three months in, in advance. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about a full year spending thousands of bucks. We're in the few hundred dollar range. Like, let's put really good uh, beef in your freezer. And that's enough of a commitment to, shucks, I spent this money. I, be- I better cook this up. And then you find out it's amazing. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> find out it's amazing. And then all of a sudden, it's we hope that it's not as much of a chore to, hey, we're, we're, we're having, we're having roast tonight. Hey, we're having, we're having fajitas tonight. Hey, we're having steak tonight. Hey, we're having dry aged burgers tonight. Kids, would you, when will you be home from practice? Oh, don't, don't have supper without me. Uh-huh. Well, Glade, Glade, you've made a problem for me. Cause my wife and kids are like, Hey, we're out of beef. Let's order some more. <laughs> that's, that's what, that, that is the goal. And, and so, and, and part of it is think about, think about homemade bread versus store-bought bread. Mm-hmm. Think about fresh sweet corn versus something from the freezer section at, at, at the grocery store. You know, should it be a surprise that uh, homegrown fresh foods are, you know, garden tomatoes versus a hydroponic tomato? Yeah. Now, I'm not I'm not against those other things. I'm very grateful to be able to go to the store any time of year and buy a loaf of bread. Sure. I'm grateful them tomatoes that I can get in January here when it's negative 20 degrees. That's kind of a little treat, even though they don't yeah. taste yeah, you know, it's it's I'm not against those things, <clears throat> but lo and behold, it turns out that beef is not much different. And I can tell you what is going to separate our beef from commercially avail- available beef um, that you're going to find in most grocery stores, which has been able to, you know, you, you have one or two choices as, as industries and pick an industry. I'm in the agriculture industry mm-hmm. and ag is growing. And, and everyone is scaling. I, I, I would imagine if you're in insurance, it's the same thing. If you're an accountant, you're, you're spawning off, uh, you know, more franchises. A- everyone wants to grow. But within that growth creates niches for small products that would be a value-added product. And yeah. that, that I feel like we've done. We're, we're not Walmart. Not intent, I have no intention of competing with Walmart. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to be a low-cost provider of, of uh, you know, average quality food fantastic i I tell my kids walmart has everything that we need but uh but chicken feed and then i found out from somebody in wyoming their walmart has chicken feed so you know (laughs) we we go to walmart but i'm also going to tell you walmart doesn't have beef like ours you know that that's that's the difference and what we can offer because we work with a a small family butcher shop and and we produce here in nebraska i say you know we we don't know that much about that many things but we kind of got a corner on the market on beef. Like, I, you know, don't ask me about computer software, but if you want to talk beef, we're in the right spot. Well, Glade, you know, I, we've ordered from you several times and I can vouch for the fact that the taste is significantly different and better. And uh, people just absolutely love it. My wife loves the tenderloins or the T-bones. Uh, and, you know, my kids love the hamburger. So uh, I can vouch for what you're saying after ordering multiple times. I appreciate, you know, and, and these sort of conversations that I typically have with somebody just over the phone when they call mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. being recorded, mm-hmm. but, but I enjoy, you know, any, any craftsman likes, I mean, I assume if I made chairs, I'd love to see someone sitting in my chair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Here, you know, here's a picture of a steak on a grill. You know, thanks. Thanks, Glade. We, we, we're loving it. So here's the, the secret in the sauce. Yes. We start with really good quality beef from mm-hmm. Nebraska. I mean, we I'm going to show a couple of pictures here. So keep yeah. talking. We, we've, we've spent generations perfecting the knowledge of what it means to raise good cattle. So but then we take that 
And, and the difference then be either of those cattle go to a commercial uh, processing center of, of a Tyson, for instance. And again, I'm not saying I'm against Tyson, but at a Tyson, but uh, you know, slaughterhouse butcher plant, they're going to process between five and 6,000 head of cattle every day on average, you know, mm -hmm. that getting the masses fed. And that is, you know, that's feeding the world. Wonderful. Yeah. Our butcher shop is going to handle about 15 or so head of cattle every week, mm -hmm. 15 per week versus 5,000 a day. Now yeah. we're talking about attention to detail, hand cut, hand wrapped. And then the key is all of our beef is going to be put in a cooler for two weeks, a process called dry aging. And if, if you're not familiar with it, what happened, there's two things that happen when a, when a beef is dry aged, very traditional, old fashioned for everyone who's homesteading, you know, you know, this, this is the way it used to be. You do it when it was cooler in the, in the fall and winter, and you'd let that beef hang there. And two things happen. The first is water evaporates. Now it's not rocket science, but water doesn't have flavor. The water leaves, the flavor stays, and that's why, quote unquote, farm beef. If you ever had, boy, grandpa used to have beef in his freezer and it was so much better. Chances yeah. are that's why. The beef has better flavor because it has less water in it. How much less water? 10%-ish mm -hmm. of the weight of that beef has, has been uh, evaporated out, um, which is why, you know, in, in a traditional beef packing plant or a commercial beef packing plant, they're going to spray water on that beef because they don't want it to evaporate. That's pounds they're going to sell the consumer. So when you're where you really notice it is in, is in the, the ground beef, say you're making some meatballs or for or or, uh, or, or making tacos, you're grounding, browning up some ground beef for tacos. Even if you're buying lean ground beef at the store, like, oh, I only buy the lean stuff. You look in the bottom of the pan, there's still all this what you call grease. In yeah. fact, it's water. Hmm. And so at, when you start cooking our, our ground beef, one, it's flash, flash frozen, right? Right. Hmm. As soon as it's it's been cut. And it's a different color. It's going to be a light pink color instead of a dark red. I noticed it's, that. Yeah. It's got a different uh, texture. It's got a different smell. And then when you cook it, it's going to look different because it doesn't it, really our, our beef is approximately 85% lean ground beef. But you'll think it's more than it's less than that because there's nothing in the pan when you're done. Mm -hmm. But it still will hold shape if you want to make a burger. So the flavor and texture... It's one of my, you know, one of my favorite things to hear, man, just like you said, we ran out of ground beef. We ran out of beef. We had to go to the store and buy some and woof. Like, when can we get some more? No, we're spoiled. And uh, I'm definitely, uh, my wife is going to make me keep the freezer stocked. So, because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she likes to have people over and then all of a sudden we need more beef. So yeah. you know, it's a good problem to have, I guess. So we're, you know, as far as where we're at right now, um, specifically family farm beef is, if, and if I could explain what we offer people mm -hmm. is a conveniently sized share of an entire beef. I'm going to show a picture here. So go ahead. Yep. It's a conveniently sized. So that's actually a picture of a sample box. We, we have okay. two options. There's a family farm beef box or a sample box, which is about half. That, that's going to be half of our, of our family farm beef box. Okay. Uh, and so in that box, in the in, and you've been, I actually double checked, you've been buying the, the bigger one, the family yeah. box, and you're going to get what I call six premium steaks. The premium steak is going to be that T-bone, uh, mm -hmm. a bone-in ribeye, filet, New York strip, uh, mm -hmm. sirloin, or, or uh, porterhouse, okay? Mm -hmm. And typically, we try to pair those in two. Sometimes you'll maybe get one filet and, and, and a T-bone or something like that. Yeah. And then 
you'll get nine, 10 or 11 pounds of ground beef. You'll get, you know, one, two um, roasts in there. Roasts are about two, two-ish pounds, usually two roasts. Um, sometimes it works out to three. Uh, you'll get some f- fajita meat, and mm-hmm. I call it fajita meat, but if you don't, you know, if you don't make fajitas, it also works for Chinese food or a stir fry or Mongolian yeah. or, yeah. or whatever. It's, it's just pre-sliced convenience, convenience beef. Um, and then in the summer, we do a kebab. Mm-hmm. You'll know a package or so of kebab meat in the winter time as it gets colder we will transition that over to a stew meat um and then you'll get a a non-premium just a generic set of steaks that might be a sirloin tip steak uh or a chuck steak you know don't don't downgrade a chuck steak if you haven't tried one they, they're known as the poor man's ribeye you literally as you're cutting that beef you're going to go ribeye 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 we're done with ribeyes the next steak is a chuck steak gotcha. so that, they're they're uh, they're right in there next to to the ribeye or or a cube steak, which is your traditional chicken fried steak. And if you're used to going to a cafe and you ever order a chicken fried steak, or if you think you're not interested in a chicken fried steak, that might be my favorite cut of the whole uh, kit and caboodle. Try those mm-hmm. as a chicken fried steak. Put them in a cast iron skillet. Bread a little bit if you want. It, it is phenomenal. So you're you're going to have those steaks, typically four of those in a uh, in a family farm beef box. Um, you're going to go from there to uh, what I call the variety of cuts. You know, there's things. You know, beef doesn't split evenly. Yeah. Everybody. So you know, I, I always mention flank steak. There's two flank steaks on an entire beef. You know, skirt. Okay. okay. Steaks on an entire. So not everybody gets flank steak. Um, there's also brisket. Brisket is one of our very popular, like we say, make a special request if you like. And that might be, Glade, I really like T-bones. And I'm going to make sure you get two, three or so, maybe four T-bones in your box. Or Glade, I'd really like a brisket. I'm going to try to make sure you get a brisket. Some people, uh, probably the most requested and not requested, um, they, it goes back and forth. You either love them or you really don't like them. It's short ribs. Hmm. My family loves them. If you love to, to put something on a smoker that's got a ton of extra uh, fat on it, you know, like, boy, it's going to soak those juices in and, and you like that, you're going to love short ribs. If you bought into the lean beef is healthier uh, scenario, uh, I teach my children we live off the fat of the land. So, I mean, we're yeah. eating but fat is if, Fat is a good thing. That's a myth. Yeah, yeah. You know, side note here, Texas A&M came out with a recent study here. Um, as natural products, natural fats are coming more back into in vogue. Um, it turns out beef fat has the same composition as olive oil. Wow. We're not talking about something that's unhealthy here and it's got a ton of flavor. So, but if you, if you don't want to look at it, I'm not going to judge you for that. You know, you're, you're going to want to say when you order special requests before you check out, you probably want to tell me no short ribs. I'll make sure you don't get them at this point. Let me jump in. You mentioned health. MRNA vaccines are a big concern about everybody. You don't use any of that in your product, correct? Here and and I had to uh, I had to do start doing some research on this. Mm-hmm. Boy, it, it just hit the news here. I mean, it hasn't been a year, I don't think. Yeah, it, it's been fairly recent. But to clarify, um, our position is my family, my children did not receive an mRNA vaccine. Mm-hmm. My uh, and and any of our neighbors and producers that we network with to provide this beef will not. And I and I've confirmed with my veterinarian everybody we're, we're not doing it excellent no yeah. it's your butts um you know they're just just uh too many too many unknowns and and you know people ask me well do you use 
other vaccines. Well, there's other vaccines, and I, I reference pink eye, for instance, where mm -hmm. we can take a locally cultured um, specimen of this pink eye vaccine, and we can expose our cattle to the actual pink eye vaccine. And then right. there he builds a, a, a resistance to it, a natural immunity to it. So, yes, we, we use some of those, um, mm -hmm. but they've been tried and tested for decades. You know, of course, of course. We're, we're not going to, and if you've ever seen um, an animal with some of the, the afflictions that, that can take place, you know, talk about an eye popping out of your head until it falls out. That's pink eye. I'm going to say, let's try to not have that happen. You sure. Know, you use every, well, you, but you're not using the Franken foods. I mean, that's what people are worried about. Right. right? So. You know, I, I did uh, maybe some, one of these times I'll take you on. I, we, we live just on, uh, you know, a, a small a small piece of land here and we have cattle in different places, but we have a few cattle right outside my, my little barn window here. And I thought about, I've got one, of one particular cat, little cattle feeder and it's nothing fancy, but I thought about writing on it, the lab, <laughs> the lab. So now I can start offering people lab grown meat. It's, oh, perfect. Uh, perfect. Uh, I love it. <laughs> some lab grown meat. That's actually natural and tastes delicious. Outstanding. So, well, so tell us about how people order it. Where do they go? Yep. All of that stuff. Yep. So Family Farm Beef Box, you can find us on, on gab.com. Take a moment here. Thank you to Andrew Torba and the Parallel Academy. They've been a great friend to Family Farm Beef Box um, and, and uh, traditional social media. Yes, we are on Facebook. If mm -hmm. you're still on Facebook, so am I, but I'm using Gab more. I'll say that. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, and, and order on our website, familyfarmbeefbox.com. And, and to specify at, at this stage, you know, we're a, we're a small business, you know, in mm -hmm. small, currently we're, we're going to, we're going to uh, provide, you know, hundreds of families, roughly 4,000 pounds of beef every month. That's kind mm -hmm. of our scale right now. Mm -hmm. We've been going for it, but, and, and, and we do intend to grow that, that operation, but, you know, to be able to provide that family farm beef box that we just told you about, and we're going to send it to your door. That process started almost two years ago sure. before we could, we could get that box. So these things take time. Yes, we would like to be able to work with as many families as possible, but we don't want to take on more families than we feel comfortable providing for. That's why we offer the subscription. When, when you tie into that subscription, and so that's, I want one of these 30-pound bundles every month, every other month, or every three months. And we find mm -hmm. a lot of couples that eat in somewhat regularly, say they're, you're in your, your 50s, early 60s, the kids are gone. They'll, they'll take one of those boxes every three months, and that mm -hmm. works out about right. Now, mm -hmm. I, I don't offer, I can't sell you just a T-bone. I can't sell you just a couple pounds of ground beef because, you know, when, you know, at our scale, we're going to bring in that animal and we're going to have it processed and we're going to split it up evenly and it all mm -hmm. goes out the door all at once. And so, yeah. you know, I, I've never had a sale, like let's get rid of these truck rows. I've never, right. I, I just, I just don't like, this is, this is what we have and I can do this for you. Yes. I will accommodate you a little bit as I can, but, but you know, I, I can't send you a box of ribeyes, you know, that's just, and so if we're thinking holistically, I'm really encouraging that holistic nature that, you know, God made the cow, all of it tastes yummy. Let's not just get stuck on the tender one. You know, I, I've, I've had, you know, I don't provide for any restaurants to speak of, you know, because I want you to take some of all of it. I've had a time or two, somebody jumped on board and was willing to craft a menu that used the whole animal. And if you want to do that, cool. But, you know, I, I, 
an upscale restaurant that wants a hundred fillets a night. Well, for well I, I can tell you that you don't need the tenderloin every night because it all tastes fantastic. It, <laughs> so. you know, and it's and it's not wrong to want just tenderloin, but but it doesn't think holistically. How can we use everything and not be wasteful? Sure. Which, which sure. was a uh, the back in the olden days, and, and uh, the old farmers would say when they butchered a, a hog, and, and I mean hog not cows but the line was when you butchered a hog you used everything but the squeal <laughs> if you go back to the indians and they talked about them using the buffalo kind of the same way you use the whole thing the old farmers mm -hmm. use the whole thing and now we just want the prime cuts sure when, let, let, let's go back you know what the, all of it tastes delicious let's let's well, use yeah it. so um and it, and it adds kind of a a, a kind of it makes your meals not all the same when you're you're going from different parts of the cow so it's it's really fun for the it family forces a little bit of variety so yeah or, originally my my goal was um when you open that when you open your family farm beef box you're not going to be surprised because there's a bunch of liver in there unless you order our organ box and there's a bunch of liver in there <laughs> but you know they're all cuts that you're going to use but they might not all be cuts that you would necessarily buy. Sure. You know? So, you know, what do you do with a heel roast? And you're going to have to get like Google heel roast and you have 1400 recipes of what you do with a heel roast. But that, that's going to force you into trying something a little different. And then you discover, hey, that was actually pretty good. Fantastic. Then you, you try to sirloin tip steak, which usually you don't buy sirloin tip steaks. And you tried it and they were a little tough because then you look it up and you realize, oh, I can't overcook a sirloin tip steak or it gets a little tough. And then you're like, I better try remember that next time. Remember that next time. Don't overcook a sirloin tip steak. You know, so the, these things, they're, they're all good. They're all a little different. They create variety and they, they force that variety um, in, into your menu planning. Well, Glade, that's fantastic. So uh, familyfarmbeefbox.com, and uh, you're going to be a, a, a regular feature at CDM. So thanks for coming on and appreciate you joining us. Thank you, sir. All right. Take care.